So it's nearly fall, and that means two things. Pumpkin spice lattes are back at Starbucks, and new phones from Apple are getting close to release. Well, this year, it looks like we're going to have to wait a little bit longer, for new phones at least. Apple is now holding an event on September 15th, and the current rumors are that we're only going to see an Apple Watch and a new iPad Air. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow. This is Jason Squared, and today we're going to go over what we expect and what we hope Apple will announce next week. So Perlow, before we dive into our wish list, what exactly are we expecting Apple to announce? Well, first of all, I want to talk about the logo for this event, right? And what the yeah. event is called. It's called the Time Flies event. Now, is it just me? Or does it look like Apple's curling up into a fetal position <laughs> just from, from months of being stuck at during of this pan pandemic? Everyone's mental health is maybe it's a mental health event. It, it, you know, okay. time flies while you're in quarantine. Maybe that's what the, the invite means. The, the actual event logo is actually really cool. It's an AR logo, which kind of throws it's off some swirly. of what we're expecting Apple to announce. But if you go to the Apple Events website, so apple.com slash apple dash events, and you view the logo, you tap on the logo on your iPhone or your iPad, it opens up an AR app in the web, and the logo actually goes on your desk or whatever you're standing in front of and morphs into uh, the date of 9-15, which is the date of the event, September 15th. So it's pretty cool. I don't know exactly what it means because we're not going to be using our Apple Watch Series 6 to look at AR stuff, but, you know, it, it is a cool logo, but I can see what you're saying. It does kind of look like someone crawl, curled up in a fetal position. Yeah. So at the, at the event, we're expecting two new Apple Watches, Apple Watch Series 6, and there's been rumors for a while now, uh, started out a Bloomberg, or Bloomberg report that there would be an, a cheaper Apple Watch, maybe one made with a plastic housing. So the Apple Watch Series 6 is supposed to have a blood oxygen meter, finally. Apple is finally adding it to their Apple Watch. Uh, similar design to the Apple Watch Series 5, hopefully improved battery life because we have sleep tracking in Watch OS 7 now, as well as potentially an improved ECG monitor and app uh, that goes along with it. And then the cheaper Apple Watch will, like I said, have a plastic housing, some of the same features. But I know you're especially keen on an Apple Watch SE, for lack of a better name. Yeah, so I mean, I spoke about that on uh, an article I wrote about, about, I don't know, maybe about six or seven months ago. Um, maybe it was in, in March. Yeah, might be early as April of last year. Uh, there were... I, I think there should definitely be uh, an under $200 Apple Watch. Um, and, and, and they've always had like, you know, they're uh, a model number that's been discounted from, you know, maybe two, two, two generations before. The Series 3 was selling for as low as, as 200 and change. Um, but they need one. They need a new model. That's that's inexpensive. Um, I think it, plenty of people would go for a plastic Apple Watch. Especially, you know, on Apple Watch, you want to get to your kids. Right. Um, I mean, not everybody wants to spend four or five hundred dollars on on a on a uh, on a smartwatch. Um, and I don't know how many features they'd have to pull out to make it a two hundred dollar watch. Maybe not include ECG. Um, but I, I think that you know, given the competition that we're seeing coming from, uh, you know, uh, Fitbit. Uh, and, and, you know, other, you know, random Chinese, uh, you know, smart band, uh, health band vendors. Uh, I think that we, Apple definitely needs a lower cost entry uh, to, uh, to, to retain market share or, or, or broaden their market share. 
Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. There, there's also been rumor that watchOS 7, which is the upcoming release for Apple Watch and the software that runs on it, includes some sort of kid mode that you could enable. So a $200 Apple Watch or you know, when they go on sale, $150 Apple Watch that lacks ECG, lacks the blood oxygen level, you know, all those extra health features that maybe kids don't, I don't care if my 12 year old <laughs> has an ECG app on her watch, you know? Right. So you enable that kid mode, it, they go hand in hand with each other if there is a kid mode and a $200 Apple Watch. I mean, that's an expensive gift, but also it's a price point that Apple, unless it's been older hardware, like you said, the Apple Watch Series 3 right now is $199. Get it on sale for a lot less than that. Uh, but new hardware along with new processor, latest stuff, you know, it, it sounds like a winner to me. Apple Watch Series 6 should more or less be the same as Series 5, just a few new health sensors, which explains why Apple would hold an event strictly to announce Apple Watch and not just announcement or press release as had been rumored leading up to it. You know, if there's a lot of health stuff included here, especially in the middle of a pandemic, Apple's going to want that stage time to sit there and talk about and explain how the health features are going to benefit and work together uh, during this time or in general. So beyond Apple Watch, Perlo, what else are we expecting? We are expecting some new iPads, or at least one new iPad. Uh, I, there's been a lot of talk it's going to be the iPad Air. Um, it will have apparently a similar design to the iPad Pros. It, it, and it'll supposed to have Face ID, and they also potentially also Touch ID as well, which I think should be interesting. Um, I, I don't know how excited I am about a mid-range iPad coming out now anyway. I mean, I, I, I think that the, the $300 and change um, iPad, basic iPad, I think it was refreshed in 2019, still has a lot of life in it. I still think it's an excellent product. I mean, yeah, they could update that product with Touch ID or something. And then, you know, but I think when you start getting into the $400, $500 price point on iPads, um, you then start getting to the decision tree of, oh, maybe should I be moving into the 11-inch Pro? Right. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how many iPads you need in the iPad line. Yeah, to be perfectly the, frank. The, I mean, the air you know. has always felt like it was just in the wrong. It, it just kind of doesn't exist properly, right? There's the low end, like you said, three twenty nine. There's the high end with iPad Pro, and the air is just kind of in the middle. It's a good combination of performance, but also affordability. And and who knows? Maybe Apple sells a ton of iPad Airs, and we know nothing, right? And to us, it just doesn't make sense. But I would think that the low end sells more than anything else. Um, but the new one, I, there's been some leaked pictures from what I've seen, or renders, I should say, from people who have supposedly seen it. Uh, it doesn't, from what I've seen, it doesn't have face ID. It just has touch ID, but the sensor That's is interesting. no longer in the home button. It is using a uh, capacitive sensor on the side. You know, the iPad Pro has a square design. You know, the edges are, are square, yeah. they're not rounded. They've actually integrated a touch ID sensor in the side of that, um, which would be the first time we've seen Touch ID somewhere else other than a home button on any Apple device. Well, yeah, that would be a new way of introducing that technology into everything that they do. I mean, eventually right. you, we could see this in iPhones as well. Right. Uh, you know, I've, Apple has always been introducing the iPad as a sort of a test bed yep. for the iPhone, just as they've done, for example. Uh, I mean, this thing is supposed to get... Uh, one of those, uh, those those LiDAR sensors that the iPad Pro has with yeah. the iPad iPhone 12 release. So this may be a way of, of introducing a Touch ID back into their entire product line. Um, I've seen, you know, obviously fingerprint technology used in some of the Chinese phones where they integrate under the actual screen. But then, you know, you have this whole smudgy thing when you're touching the screen and stuff right. like that. So that by, by introducing it into the, the side, 
might be a way of, of, of getting that into uh, products in a more Apple-like way, right? You know, so, right? Yeah, and there's there's rumor you know, that the iPhone 12 is going to have an iPad Pro similar design, which is the rumor for the iPad Air. So I could see them using this, like you said, as a test bed for maybe the iPhone iPhone 12 Plus or whatever it is down the road. You know, the next iPhone 12s, I guess. But will um, but will it get USB-C charging? Like <laughs> um, so the, the iPad Air is supposed to switch. Yes. So at least that's what the rumors are indicating. So USB-C is slowly trickling down the lineup. Will it get to the iPhone? Your guess is as good as mine. I, I don't know. I wish it did. I, I wish we had it now. We've talked about this a ton. So yeah, finally, it, it, after the hardware is done, that's what we're expecting. Two watches, iPad Air, maybe a mystery device. Who knows? That has to deal with AR that has to play in it somewhere. And I don't see them using just the iPad Air as their AR device, but then again, who knows? So we have all that out of the way. I fully expect them to announce the release date for watchOS 7, iOS 14, and iPadOS 14, which will be the first year we see those major releases without an iPhone alongside it. You know, this is gonna be a different year overall. And, it, and it's really interesting. You know, we, we should see iOS 14 a couple weeks from now, but. Well, I, I gotta say, I am as impatient as your bulldog is right there with, 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 with all these software announcements. He's just like moving around and moving around on that couch, just thinking, when is this damn software gonna come out already? What am I gonna do? <laughs> so uh, yeah, iOS 14 and watch OS 7, right? Now it's gonna be interesting to see, especially iOS 14 and iPad OS 14, because the actual iPhones are not going to be due probably for a month or two after the the the, the OS comes out, and right. that's going to be a fairly new thing to experience is to have all our older devices, my iPhone 11, right? I'm going to be probably sitting with this for two or three months before the iPhone actually starts actually shipping the customers, and that's a new thing, right? Especially if we start talking about staged phone rollouts is what we hear might be happening, right? We may be hearing that the lower-end iPhones, the, the regular iPhone 12, and then maybe the, the 12, what they call it, a 12 Plus, 12 and Pro. then 12, 12 Pro, those first three ones, might go earlier than than the, the higher-end version, you know? So we, we, we don't know exactly how that, that, that shipping to customers interval is going to look like it could be as long it could be after christmas before some of us start to get some of these things yeah with lead time and orders and, and waiting like that so it's going to be interesting i expect ios 14.1 maybe even by the time some of us get phones ios 14.2 will be you know available so to your point it is going to be an interesting year where our current phones get the new software instead of just the upgrade is what is the normal introduction to software for a lot of folks. So that's, you know, it, it may maybe not convince people to upgrade or hold off on upgrading at least. Who knows? It's going to be a different year uh, in a lot of, lot of ways. So, yeah, and I'm, and I'm actually interested, not so much how iOS 14 performs on the newer ranges of phones. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it's, it's performing fine on this thing, but on like an iPhone 7 or a 6 right. or an 8, I don't know. It, it might be, inter it'll be interesting to see what the performance is like on those and how it would affect upgrade decisions or not. Yeah, yeah, you know, something so. we'll have to wait and see. So besides what we kind of know, educated guesses, I guess you could say, just based on reporting and rumors and talk out there, what are some things that you want to see Apple announce that we're not really sure they're going to yet? 
Well, Jason, we know there's a bunch of products that are really overdue at this point, yeah. like like years overdue. Okay, so Apple TV, right, has had the same damn model since I think late 2017, right? And you know, it's, it's uh, we while. need new hardware. We need new hardware. It's it's time, right? Um, the remote control is lousy. Um, I, I would like to see a device approach that's a little bit closer to what Google does with Chromecast where the UI is actually on the iPhone or the iPad, right? And 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 you need, obviously, I think we need some better improvements to the Apple TV app itself to act as a remote for a, 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 a casty type type device, um, or even if it's a, a more a more powerful, uh, you know, uh, deck type devices like we've seen. Um, I mean, if we want to play, you know, more better um, Apple Arcade games, um, you know, if we want to, it's, it's, it's time for new hardware. Let, let, let's just, it's, 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 yeah. that. it's, it's two plus years old at this point. It's, it's time that we get a new one already. I, I especially want one because and I now have HBO max and I can't watch it on Roku now, which it's just driving right. me bonkers. And I had to hack my, 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 I had to hack my Amazon fire TV device Did you? to install the HBO uh, now. It, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that that for, whole thing that, is that, just that, a cluster. It, 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 <laughs> the fact that the biggest stream, one of the biggest streaming apps, is not on one of the biggest stream, two of the biggest streaming platforms, is just mind-boggling. So yes, a new upgraded Apple TV along with HBO, whatever they're calling it now, they've had fifty million names. It feels like I, I can't keep up. Uh, would be nice, and I agree. Apple TV is long overdue. We have Apple TV 4K, but it's old hardware. It's old processor. It would it'd be nice to see them updated. We've talked about this before. Apple Arcade integration, maybe a gaming controller made by Apple. Uh, you know the whole shebang. It would be great. I think. Speaking. Of, Go ahead. Yeah, and speaking of arcade, uh, I I think we need a new iPod Touch. Um, and, and I don't know how many of these things I and Apple has sold in the past to developers and kids and stuff. But, you know, look, at $200 with an A13 chip inside it, I think that perception of the iPod Touch, especially they called it like Arcade or iPod Arcade or something, yeah. would be fantastic. Um, you know, if, and if it came with the Apple Arcade service, um, I think Nintendo would feel tremendous pressure uh, from a device like that. Um, it, I mean, what do you think, Jason? I mean, I... I, I, I I could so, totally go for one. So two of my kids use iPod Touch uh, to listen to podcasts, listen to music, and once in a while they'll game on them. But they complain constantly about how small the screen is. And I completely agree. Okay. When it was released years ago, and they've stuck to that same design from day one, uh, the screen was fine. Or, or Well, the screen might have grown a little bit, but it's at today's standards, it's just too small, even for little kids. And, and I can't see an adult you know, or, or a young kid buying it for just gaming because the screen is so small. So if, if they do update it with new internals, I think it needs to grow and the design needs to change a little bit as well. But yeah, there's a spot for it. It's a good education device, if nothing else. Uh, if you don't want to use it for gaming, there is a spot for it and it makes a lot of sense to have it uh, in their lineup. It's just, it's, it's overdue for an update as well. So we've also heard rumors of studio AirPods over the year headphones yeah. and kind of as a final uh, goodbye to the Beats brand as well. And so th those have been rumored for a while now. Supposedly they're ready. They're close to ready. There's been files found in iOS 14 that have uh, little icons of what they look like. I would love to see those. I, I, I use AirPods all the time. Um, having over the ear headphones with that same, you know, integration to iOS and macOS 
would be tremendous to see. I, Jason, I would love, I mean, look, I'm an over-the-ear guy, right? And I have a couple of different over-the-ears that I keep, right? I got these, the Jabras, I got these. Uh, I got Audio-Technicas that my wife used. I, I like over-the-ear. I like the isolation. Um, I'm someone who uses them at home. I, I don't go running around in public with these type of things. Sure. Um, I, 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 I don't know if you necessarily need, I don't know if this needs to be a high-end monitor or a low-end monitor, right? Does it need to be a, a $200, $300 device with ANC, or does it need to be a $99, you know, replacement to a lower-end Beats line? Uh, maybe they need two of the two or three of those things in a lineup. Yeah, maybe um, there's a I'm studio sure. and a studio pro. Um, current yeah. reports are that they're the high-end. They're three or $400 headphones, ANC, long wow. battery life. You know, they replace like the Beats Solo Pro and the Beats or Solo 3 or whatever they're on now. The high-end Beats is what they're effectively replacing with the AirPods Studio, uh, which, you know, I'm okay with. I I think there's a spot yeah. for them, uh, but maybe, like I said, a Studio and a Studio Pro is, is more in line of what they need to do. Um, what else would you like to see? Well, uh, you know, are we ever going to see the air power? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I think elephants just take quicker than air powers. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's possible. The technology is possible, maybe not to Apple's standards, but I'll tell you, I've been using Nomad Space Station Pro, which has a whole bunch of cool technology uh, built into it, and it is a true wireless pad that you can set anything but an Apple Watch down on, and you don't have to worry about lining up the coils. Right now, I have three devices sitting on it. All three of them are wirelessly charging. I just set them on there, and it manages power. It's not quite out yet. It it actually is up for pre-order. I don't remember the exact price. It's over $200, $229 maybe, $249, somewhere in there. And it starts uh, shipping at the end of this month. And so there's still some bugs they're working out and how the board talks to phones. Because right now, if you have an Android device on there with an iOS device or even some AirPods or other headphones that wirelessly charge, if the Android or if one device on the pad registers as 100% charged, it stops charging or it starts slow trickle charging the rest of the devices because it's not able to realize that, hey, this is the device that says it's full. Now, I'm told there's a firmware update and this thing can be updated by the user at home. I'm told there's a firmware update that I should be receiving this week um, or maybe next week that will fix the issue. It's currently in testing. So the technology is possible, but maybe it's issues like that that have prevented Apple from actually releasing it. You know, it's it's not quite up to their standards. I don't know. I would love- Even if if Apple does release their power, it ain't gonna be cheap. No, it's gonna be the same price as the Space Station Pro. It's, you know, over 200 bucks or whatever. It's, It's gonna be a lot. So, so go ahead. So the other thing that we have that we've been waiting for for a very long time is air tags or whatever, whatever they're called. Right. These these little tiny chippy things that, that, you know, you attach to your bag or your your, you can put on your dog's collar. You know, your guy sitting over there that because the, the the iPhone 11, right, got the ultra wide band chip inside it. Now, so far, the only thing I'm, I've been using ultra wideband for, I know that it, it is used for is airdrop to other iPhone 11 phones, right? Yeah. It, you know, my wife wants to be me, you know, a photo or something. It, it, it is able to directionally optimize its, it, the, the spe- whatever it does to improve speed of transfer and ease of transfer. That's what you ultra wideband is currently being used for. Right. And, and I believe it, there may be, who knows, maybe it's also might be used for, for contact tracing, exposure notifications, who, who knows. But um, the, right now, 
you know, we we don't we have no idea when these tags are coming out. And, and, been and it'd be great for to buy up. It'd be great to buy, you know, six or a dozen of them and me to just put them all over the, my crap, my bag, right. my, you know, put on my dog, you know, put it on, you know, my keys. <laughs> yeah, know, I mean, all those things that like, like what, like before you go out, you know, you had that, oh, I do I have my bag, do I have my keys, or I got my wallet. All that, 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 that check to make sure you got all your crap with you, you know. Yeah, we, we've seen evidence of the air tags, whatever they're called. Since iOS 13 was in beta this time last year, it was. You know, Apple combined Find My Friends and Find My Devices into one app called Find My. And that app had a third tab built into it for these AirTags a year ago. It just, they haven't launched yet. Uh, I think I saw a report this week that they're currently in production, finally. So who knows what the issue was there? Maybe it was battery and air power related. (laughs) I don't know. But uh, hopefully we finally see those. I don't know if we'll see them at this event, but maybe October when uh, the iPhone events should happen. Yeah, wishful, very wishful. Yeah, very wishful. <laughs> the next two, I'll ask you before we go, are, are really not products at all, so much as, as service improvements, right? Um, we've had our previous show about Apple Card. There's a lot of things yeah. you and I would love to see improved Apple Card, you know, uh, consolidated uh, card, uh, you know, billing and things like that uh, for multi-card, multi-card households, right, uh, type of stuff that would be, part of the user interface types of things, uh, you know, service improvements as far as uh, different levels of, 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 uh, of membership, more perks, all that kind of stuff. It's about time we actually see some updates from, from Apple Cards a year since it's released. And so, you know, so I'm looking forward to whatever they do with that. Yeah, and that goes right hand in hand with the other item on the list, which is an Apple services bundle that combines yep. Apple TV+, Apple Arcade, iCloud, Drive Storage, you know, anything else that Apple has a subscription service for, Apple Music, um, all into one discounted Amazon Prime-like bundle, which that discount has to be kind of hefty to even make it appealing and worth it because you're going to get a lot of services, at least in my opinion, that you're not going to use along with it, like Apple News. Um, I I don't use Apple News Plus. I stopped using News Plus, you know, within the, after the, the trial period, because it just wasn't compelling enough for me to pay for it piecemeal. And I'm not convinced that Apple Arcade is something that I would use enough to justify signing up for one of these right. bundles if the discount isn't big enough. You know, if the discount's big enough, then I don't care if I don't use any of the services. But if right. it's only a $5 discount, I'm probably going to piecemeal it instead, even if it costs me the same. Yeah, the pricing of this thing is going to be key. What services are included and how much right. does it cost? Yeah. If 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 it's fifty dollars a month, I don't think so, right? But if if it's if it's fifteen dollars a month, yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's different, right? You know, so it's because we all have service fatigue to begin with, right? I mean, how many right. of us are paying for Netflix and Hulu and all and Amazon Prime and all this other and it's and you look at it and it all adds up eventually. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. So Apple's event kicks off September 15th at 10 a.m. Pacific. What is that? 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, We should know more. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Time zones are hard, man. Uh, We should know more as soon as the event ends or, you know, throughout the event. And we'll definitely have more coverage uh, once it all closes up, as well as in the following days and weeks after that. I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. And this is Jason Squared. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And make sure to check out more of our work at ZDNet.com.